0: Change this train not taking passengers.
1: Everyone, um. I think the, um, the reason for that is because I'm actually not wearing any pants. <laughs> uh, I just came, um, I just had a, I went for a, a ride out to Hillsville with uh, some mates. Just, um, and yeah, it's I don't know, 36 degrees or something and you're wearing full body sort of bike ear and shit like that. It weighs a ton. And um, yeah, I just got to the studio. I was passing through. Um, I don't know why I was actually coming here, but I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll record something. And I refused to prove Andy wrong. Right, sorry. But um, he won't listen to this anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just our little secret, hey? <laughs> Fuck. Um, it's actually sweltering here. Me, the idiot. I just had a Sprite, even though I'm craving water, but there's only two waters left in the fridge. And um, I feel like... Should should the Earth go to, go to like Apocalypse Now specs, those two orders may come in handy. Or they may be the last offering I can give to an actual real guest. <laughs> um, I keep saying I'm going to restock the fridge, but I just haven't been here. Um, apologies for, yeah, lack of episodes and all that. I think it's been about three weeks or so. I've just been flat out, flat out. I had a few lined up and then they were sort of touch and go, and I just said, you know what, scrap it. I've just got too much work um, to get through myself. And, um, yeah, that's that's the whole problem with um, people have said to me, you know, you should start a subscription sort of thing where people pay for extra content. You know, like maybe these solo ones will only come if you pay for a subscription, but I'm at a point where I'm just too busy, like working full-time job, plus running a full-time business, plus everything else that I do. I can't guarantee content, so it's like you know that catch twenty two. Have you got the goods? No, of the money. Well, yeah, I got the money. But do you have the stuff? You gotta get no stuff until you see the money. <laughs> Everybody did that once. We- <laughs> I was on a train, like fuck, ten years plus, with one of my business partners at the time. Um, we were going to a meeting <laughs> in the city or something. We, we look. Way out of our league, like, just wearing, like, slacks and shirts with ties. You just look, leather jackets. You just look fucked. We look like two goons in, like, a bad movie on their way to make a deal. And we're on the train. And we just started going back and forth. You got the money? I got the money. You got the stuff? Hey, you ain't seen the stuff until I see the money. Hey, you ain't getting no money until I see the stuff. (laughs) I still say that to myself every now and then and laugh. I'm actually tempted to, to message him. I haven't messaged him in a long time. I'm, I'm tempted to message the guy and just play him that clip and see if he remembers it. Um, I'm really sad every time I come in. Two things happen. There's a, a audio panel that's on the wall right behind me to the left, and there's four there's four audio panels, big white ass ones, like tall, like you know, nearly one point. I don't know how tall like my five, bite. 40, 50, I'm not sure. Anyway, and it's, they were all hung up and um, the one in the far corner of the wall, every time I come in, it's fallen down and I keep putting different like um, Tarzan grip tape and God knows what to try and keep it up and it's constantly just falling. I have no idea why. Not only that, the Hogan figurine that we have keeps falling over as well. And, like, macho man has stood, has not budged, you know. But the Hogan one keeps falling. And I'm guessing because of the angle, like, he's got a, a, he's got a bit of weight on him. He's got the um, belt and he's got the scarf and all the other shit. But he keeps falling over. So, if Tarzan gripped his feet to the speaker and he still falls, and today felt like I came in, picked him up off the floor, but his freaking beanies disappeared as well. That, he wasn't cheap. <laughs> When I mean not cheap, I mean, you know, not cheap for me. <laughs> for someone that has no money, like, I really shouldn't be spending, like, you know, upwards of 150 bucks on figurines and bullshit to put in here. <laughs> um, yeah, and it annoyed me because the Macho Man was, like, ridiculously cheap next to the Hollywood Hogan one, which I don't understand why. Anyway, regardless. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, been busy a couple of weeks. I'm not sure when the next episode's coming again, uh, based on just being flat chat and just having to figure out which guests I'm actually going to bring in. Um, there are, like I said, there are a couple heads that are sort of lined up, but um, yeah, it's just trying to coordinate everything. Um, there was a bunch of shit that I want to actually lose my mind over. Um, pretty sure I wrote
0: most of them down.
1: Um, hang on. Oh, yeah. Um, well, there's a bunch of things, really. And um, I don't know which one to go at first. I feel, I feel sport for choice. I don't know. It's weird. I'm sort of like not trying to let shit sort of get to me these days. It's just honestly, I've um, just been working. I've been working a lot. You know, and when I mean a lot, I mean seven days a week, average of, you know, 14 to 17 hours a day. And that's no lie. Um, Today was the most selfish thing I've done in a long time, as far as like, you know, using my time. And that was put the phone in the bag and go for a ride for, you know, three to five hours out to Hillsville and back. We went to go a lot further. We went to get like Marysville, Warburton. Like, we had all this itinerary, but we just started late and um, it just got too hot. So, but yeah, generally, um, yeah, it's been really busy. (laughs) I had a conference. I did something new this week. I had a conference. Uh, a Zoom conference with like fifty different managers and representatives for the company that I work for, and they were from across three or four different countries—definitely three, maybe four—and um, I'd never. Th- most of them, most of the managers, all were in Europe, so their time zones were relatively similar. Um, <laughs> but it was funny. Like it was late at night for us, but just watching these faces—like a lot of people didn't say word. Yeah, you know, I think I said maybe three words, just because of the based on the fact that I'm from. Like, I'm in Australia, so there aren't many of us. But just watching these faces in the Zooms, I don't know if anyone's done this, but I would have guessed because of working from home because of COVID and all that, everyone would have been doing more and more Zooms. But I'm not sure how many people would be would have done a Zoom meeting with more than, say, you know, five different individuals. But when you've got, like, a group of 50, it's sort of, hard, it's sort of easy to forget that you're actually on camera. And just watching them, <laughs> watching people progressively... Just wither away throughout the the session, and there was two things that I noticed. (laughs) Actually, three. One, people look you know, ongoingly frazzled, you know, and just weary because the whole thing went for like five and a half hours, closer to six, and just watching people deteriorate in front of a camera. (laughs) Just like pristine at the start of the meeting, everyone's got perfect makeup, you know, and whatever. But yeah, no one, it's so like these people got ring lights, like some Instagram model, so the lighting doesn't, doesn't do many favours, and then just as the day wears on, people just look more and more <laughs> just raggedy, and just watching people wither away, um, full, I'm fully aware I, like, I would have looked like shit, I was, I got off the call at near midnight, so <laughs> I would have been fucked, but um, I did notice one thing which made me laugh the fucking Greeks, you got to do, there's <laughs> a guy, I just remember like just sort of dozing off, just not, not dozing off, but just losing focus and just sort of staring straight. And all of a sudden I saw what looked like a plume of smoke and I thought maybe it was a fire and it happened to be a Greek guy sparking a dart <laughs> in the Zoom call. And I'm like, nah, it can't be, it's going to be someone in the back. And then like, after about 20 minutes, it was the same thing. I've got to make the point, like, this Zoom call had, like, a CEO, a director, and a CFO, like, top of the top sort of echelon of management. And there's this one guy, I don't know what his position was. It couldn't have been anything of two-note because he wasn't a keynote speaker. He didn't have any facts to present. Like, he wasn't one of the presenters of the treasury or anything like that. And he's just lighting darts. <laughs> I felt bad swigging from my water every now and then. I actually classed it up and got a glass. And started pouring water into the glass. So it didn't look like a nut bag. Just swigging from this massive Voss bottle. Um, but yeah. <laughs> and there was the other thing. There were two guys that were presenting at the same time, as in one after the other. I think they were pff, part of marketing or something. They were someone from the same department. But they looked exactly the same. <laughs> and they weren't from the same... They went at the same location... They weren't related, but they looked identical, like they had the same haircut, same white shirt, s- same beard <laughs> I thought I was I thought I was just tired. I honestly thought I was tired. Um, yeah uh, that 's one of the luxurious things i 've done over the last week. Um, cool thing i 've done is um, like i 've started integrating into the city a bit more and um I don't know, I've mentioned it on this podcast before, if you've ever tuned in, you may remember if you're a friend of mine, you probably know it, but um, ever since I was a kid, I've, um, I've wanted to live in an apartment in a city, like, since I was a child, reading, you know, Spider-Man comics, watching Seinfeld, you know, that whole metropolitan sort of thing, you know, just living in a CBD somewhere, like, and that's why, like, I lived in uh, an apartment for that long, just in the wrong, <laughs> wrong fucking neighbourhood. But I'm I'm almost there now, and um, I've been sort of taking the tram to get into the CBD to go get things. Now that that they aren't that far out of reach, you know. Um, I found myself walking into a Seven Eleven just to get a bottle of water and sort of walked out, said hi to the cashier or whatever, and like, oh yeah yeah, hi, and then like walked out and I felt like a real uh, <laughs> a real cosmopolitan girl. <laughs> it's little things like that. Yeah, that are sort of um, like little wins for me. Like it reminds me, I'm sort of almost where I said I wanted to be. But um, I also another thing that I've done since moving into the city, um, I've done it repeatedly is actually go for breakfast by myself
0: at a local cafe. Um, and
1: like I've gone before and taken like my laptop and just done work while eating breakfast. But this morning, in particular, I knew that. I didn't have anything to eat at home, I had no milk, and I knew it was going to be a long day, so I said, you know what, I actually need a breakfast, so I walked around the corner to a local and just sat down with my phone and, um, yeah, ordered breakfast. I don't know, people always say to me that they, not people, but a lot of people have trouble eating meals out by themselves. I actually don't know why. I mean, I can see why, and I, I can imagine in the older days, back, back when Vic with the family entertainment system... Um, does anyone know what a Victrola is? I've said that word a few times and people have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Victrolas are those old school record players that we, you know, had a crank with like a big, uh, cone coming out of them. <laughs> we actually had one that was ornamental. Now that I remember, yeah. Hang on. Was it a lamp? I feel like I've got to call my mum and ask her now. Was it an ornamental Victrola? Maybe we didn't have it. Maybe my godmother had it. Because yeah, I remember she used to have like funky bits of um, art and shit like that.
0: Now I'm curious. Nah, maybe it was us. I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah, maybe back like 20 years ago when you didn't have a phone to sort of occupy yourself with, maybe eating out by yourself was sort of awkwardy. And that's the other thing. I actually noted this down.
1: I wrote this down years ago, years, 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 years ago, like, fuck, over 10. You know, if I'm, I'm yeah, it would have been like 20, maybe 23, somewhere there. Yeah, maybe 23. I don't know, 23, 24. I'd gone for breakfast out with someone. It was like a Sunday, and I still remember where I was. I was at Airstream in, um, in Glen Waverly. And I remember having breakfast, and I said... If that's what marriage is like, I don't want a fucking bar of it. And they're like, what do you mean? And I turned and I pointed them behind them. There was this older couple. they weren't like 80. They were probably like in their late, mid-50s. So they weren't ancient. And, you know, 50 is the new 30. So they weren't like, you know, beyond it. And I remember they were both sitting there with newspapers. fan out in front of them at a cafe. Like, one's reading The Age. The other one's reading The Sunday, the Sunday Herald, Sun, whatever. And I remember saying specifically, if that's what fucking marriage is going to be like, I do not want to fucking bar of it. He's like, what do you mean? I said, it's Sunday morning. Typically, Sunday mornings are when you have the most time to yourself and you're free to do whatever you want. Like, it's not like you haven't got an obligation like a Saturday night to go somewhere unless you're running a business, you know, by, of your own. Sunday's usually the day off and the morning off is like the most crucial of free time. Like, you want to make sure you spend your Sunday properly. If the best thing that they had to do was leave their house, drive, you know, 4Ks, and pull out newspapers over breakfast and not say a fucking word to each other, like, fuck that. Like, nah. Forget it. Do that at home. Like, I get you don't have to, like, constantly be in your partner's ear or whatever, but for fuck's sakes, man, like, two newspapers fanned out at breakfast out, read the paper during the week when you can't be fucked. Like, some days you venture, you venture out, you know, you do something. But this is the other thing. You know, millennials especially get a lot of flack for being on their phones. Like, you know, during meals and whatever. And I've given kids, I've, I've given lazy parents who hand their kids tablets at dinners out. Like, I give them shit. Because, like, fuck that. Right? <laughs> but... I know millennials cop a lot of shit for being on their phones out or like, you know, oh, are these people even detained? And then I thought, hang on, that fucking couple have their newspapers out 10 years ago. I guarantee you now, if that couple's still alive and they've actually made it back to the Glen, I guarantee you they've got their phones out, flicking through, <laughs> taking out awkward profile photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like 30 centimetres angled, <laughs> angled up at your chin. <laughs> Glasses perched like on the bridge of the nose, staring slightly aback, mouth ajar. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Full circle. It hasn't even been four minutes. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck. What else? What else? I feel like I'm Chris Rock. What else? What else? What else? Um, what else is it? Um. Oh, the the fucking tram driver. That was the other thing. I was uh, on my adventures out in the CBD. I saw a tram pull up, and the driver had his arms above his head, like, in the air, like he was stretching or something. But he was doing it from, like, 20, 30, 40 meters away, and the tram came to a complete stop, like, just, you know, next to me. Who the fuck's controlling the tram? Is it that automated where the bloke operating the thing and have his arms in the air like it's a Tesla from literally 40, 50... Like, I remember squinting and seeing his arms because I'm trying to read the tram name, like, the where it was going. So I took notice of this driver and he had his arms above his head like he had a bird between his legs. <laughs> and he kept, like... He cruised all the way past me and the tram stopped on a dime. If it's not automated, what the fuck are they paying these people? Especially because I've been watching heaps of uh, Terminator 3 videos. I don't know if anyone remembers that movie. I watched it once, I think, at the cinemas, or maybe I borrowed it. I can't remember. And, yeah, I didn't think much of it. And I went back to it uh, the other day because I remembered a scene from it. And um, for some reason. And I started watching Terminator 3. I thought, these motherfuckers really are closer than they should be. But surely we could have Terminators operating the trams. Because it's not even conductors anymore. They're not taking tickets. Now you've got those uh, renter cops that are doing it. Maybe that's where it starts. Melbourne trams. <laughs> they put cyborgs in to run Melbourne trams. Uh, and then, yeah, you got them in uh, San Francisco. You got them in, I think, Hong Kong. Hong Kong, Singapore, I can't remember. There's a few other countries where trams exist. Maybe that's how the Skynet take over. Someone, <laughs> someone gets on a tram without, like, a mask or spits on the ground. <laughs> pisses one of these cyborgs off. <laughs> and then it's everything just short circuits, malfunctions, and yeah, these uh, Terminators start taking over everything. They become fully aware because of um, my, someone's Mikey card malfunctioning. Um, uh, what else have I got? Uh, oh, the Winter Olympics. Yes. Um i guilty haven't actually watched much of it. I do watch fuck all of it, really. Um, <laughs> I literally saw, like, one event while I was having breakfast the other day at that cafe. And uh, when did I see the other one? I think maybe I might have been sitting at home preparing some documents, and I just had it on, like, in the background. Um, two things caught my eye. It's not called the bobsled anymore. It's called the bobsleigh. Are they the same thing? I'm pretty sure they're the same thing because they were still got we're doing a preview of the damn event. And they brought up cool runnings. <laughs> like this event has had nothing more go for it other than a movie with John Candy and a couple of American comedians other <laughs> back in 94. John Candy's been dead for 17, 27 years. <laughs> it's 27 years. And they're still referencing him in the Olympics. I feel like every two years... They're going to reference John Candy at the Winter Olympics for the bobsleigh. I have no idea when it became bobsleigh from Bob's sled. It's still a sled. I thought sleigh was what Santa rode. Anyway, if someone wants to do the research and tell me what it is, because quite frankly, I'm going to forget. And I'm too lazy right now to get my phone. Um, (laughs) But there, I was watching that event. And they're talking about how the, the woman going down the, the chute, whatever, like, you know, the track, it's like one of the world's best, and she, look at the control, and blah, blah, blah. It really looked like she was rattling around, like a pinball in a ball, ball in a pinball machine. I'll be honest. I did not see any control. I was waiting for her to, like, get the capitator or have the thing fly off one of the corners into the crowd, wipe out the school of South Koreans. Seriously, they were talking about control. I'm like, what control? She's literally hitting the sides. At what point are you controlling this thing? I'm serious. (laughs) I know I'm sounding ignorant, but I'm just saying it looks so fucking dangerous. They're doing, the clock the speeds on the thing. It's like 180, 160, 120. Like I'm on a bike with a helmet, like an upright, physically seeing everything in front of me. And I can control it with like, you know, hydraulic brakes and shit. This woman's in a, like, this person, cause it was, yeah, obviously it's, you know, gender neutral event, but yeah, these athletes, they're flying down this ice. What can I possibly see?
0: Like, I lie in bed and I can't see my toes.
1: <laughs> Fuck. I would love, I need to Google what they actually get paid. I want to know what they get paid. And whatever it is, they should double it and then maybe triple it again that's some dangerous shit. Like, that is a dangerous, dangerous sport. I don't know. Um, what was the other thing about the Winter Olympics? There was something else. Uh, the Winter Olympics. There was the bobsleigh. Then there's the other one where it looks like you've got a, one of those mechanic trolleys that, you know, <laughs> your Afghani uses to slide underneath your car to check the oil. They've got one of those in the line on it head first. Again, like 120, 130 feet just smashing into the barricades. How? Like, I remember Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld had a bit about that. Sounds like they just took someone, slapped him onto one of these toboggan things and just threw him down the chute. It really is like that. It does not look like they're in control at any point. And like, I think uh, the Australian, uh, Australian woman got silver. Germany came first I think but fuck me man it looks so dangerous they got that plastic helmet like what is that going to do you're, you're literally sliding straight head first into a wall of ice at 130k an hour if you make contact your shoulders are going to separate from the rest of your body like literally clean off and you'll just be a head sitting on the top of a spine and uh, resting on, on a ribcage like a trophy. Like,
0: fuck. Um,
1: I know I'm sounding ignorant. I, I apologize in advance. But I'm really, I'm really lost here. I just felt like, yeah, I should have put something up. Like, it really has been busy. Um, oh, the hockey. <laughs> I was watching the hockey. And automatically, all I could think of was of, um, NHL Face Off 99. It's a, it's a PS2 game. That me and John used to play incessantly. Like, we used to, we, we wagged school many a times. We started a, we, st- we made a team. We used the Detroit Wings. Is that what they're called? The Red Wings. Of course, because like, you know, there were two teams growing up. Detroit and uh, Anaheim. Because, you know, the Mighty Ducks. We didn't know anything about NHL. This is Melbourne. You know, who the fuck follows the NHL? Even though we've got a Melbourne Hockey League. Which is amazing, but yeah, we're watching the NH uh, the NHL. Uh, it was the hockey, the ice hockey in the Winter Olympics. I'm just looking at it, and all I could think of was a video game. And I actually messaged John saying, "Hey, Dickhead, get your own PS2, bring it to the studio, so we can have a game." Um, <laughs> that takes that takes me back to one of the best all-time sporting moments ever, and that was uh, we're in some sort of final, we're playing that game season mode, you know, on hard. And we're down by like two goals. No, we're down by a goal with like 40 seconds to go in the game. We are in my old bedroom, so it would have been in high school. Like it would have been 16, 15, can't remember. But I remember sitting there, like I'm, I'm sitting there on the floor. Yeah, and uh, we're playing this game. I remember we've checked, we've scored one with like 20 seconds to go. For the, and then I remember saying to John, nah, okay, we're going to win this. Fuck this. Like we're winning. Not, I'm not copping a draw to this team. some shit team. And I remember, like, through the hand of God, like, we check, get the puck back. Sl- I slap in a shot for a goal. So for the win, siren goes. And I've stood up and just gone, and then, like, thrown my arms up in the air, smashed the lamp, like, the, <laughs> the light. I had this light that was low-hanging. It was on, like, a rod from the ceiling. And I've smashed the globe, like, punched it upwards. It <laughs> shattered, shattered the light lighting fixture. Totally worth it. We won the game, <laughs> and I remember we played that game. We played a season all the way through. You know, we're adamant we're going to finish a season, playoffs, grand final, whatever. And then all we got was like a shitty FMV video that went for like twenty seconds. Mate, what a rot! I'm just thinking about those video games from back in the day. You'd invest 20 hours into playing them. You played them and played them until your eyes hurt. And then you got some shitty <laughs> full motion video, you know, for like literally 10 seconds. you win. <laughs> and it's always the same story. After winning the championship, Johnny Bryan goes back to his hometown and marries the you know his sweetheart and starts a school, you know, of whatever... The video game was about, you know, was like a fighting school, you know, martial arts school, a driving school. And he won the championship 60 more times before retiring. The end. Fuck. Now people want stories. Speaking of stories, that's the big news. That's the one. That's why I've been so depressed. It is uh, after 30 odd years, 36 years, our beloved sitcom neighbors is finally looking to come to pass. And fucking end. Thank God.
0: <sighs> Sad times. Um- <laughs>
1: um, yeah, apparently, I-, I was reading some article about it. Apparently, a uh, British production media company, like I'm not sure, whoever technically owns it, they pay to keep it going. And this last year, they've been pulling in less than... Uh, they've been losing like five million pounds a year or five million dollars a year, one or two. Like, don't quote me, but a substantial number. They're in... Uh, they don't make back uh, anything from the advertising based on the show. So they're losing money. And the company just said, no, nah, we're not doing this anymore. Like, we're, we're bleeding money. It's getting, you know, worse, not better. The thing that got me was, I can't wait. The media started... Like, the papers started painting it as in, like, oh... Just three or four years shy of their 40th anniversary, (laughs) it got to where it is by just honing in on that whole, you know, sex between minors and adults angle. I remember for a good two years, every time you turn on the the TV and there was an ad, it'd be about some, some head, some older head over the age of 50 banging some younger head, you know, under the age of 25, like standard. And that's all they were selling. Ages. It was like, that, that was it. Just, it's like they do these things. It's like, you know, like Summer Bay, you know. There'd, there'd be a murder. It's like a town with, with like 30 people, no Europeans unless the European is a murderer. No Asians unless, you know, someone's a triad member. And it's just the same 30 people reproducing carbon copies of themselves. <laughs> and they just sort of keep keep it going. But there'll be a murder, then another murder. It's like, how many murders in this fucking town? Who would ever live in these places? You know, the pub burns down, then the school burns down, and then uh, everyone burns alive that was hiding in the school because of the pub, and it just keeps going back and forth. But nevertheless, (laughs) seriously, who the fuck lives in these places? Regardless, the papers are already started strumming it up, saying, you know, just three years shy? Well, everyone's three years shy of something. You know what I mean? It really got to me, but, like, the public outcry now is going to start, we need to save Neighbours, you know? they started start GoFundMe. Why? The show is not making any fucking money. They're losing money. The, re, the, this, these, these these characters, fuck me. They're, like, dude, you got to remember, Dr. Carl, Susan Kennedy, fucking, what's his name? Um, Toadie, yeah? Jared, Rebecca,
0: fuck me. These people have had job security for like 30 years. Plus. Like time, it's time they
1: got themselves an application at Centrelink just like everyone else during COVID. Seriously. For fuck's sakes. Like, have they not been protected enough? They're the the endangered, they're the protected species of the media industry like Bert Newton was. You know, rest his soul. Seriously, the soapy actors are the protected species of the media industry, In, depending on what the soap is. Because if it's something new and different, God forbid, we break new ground and attract a different kind of, uh, you know, audience. No, we have to go with a dinky-dye, true, blue, proven, well, not proven, they've been losing five million a year for the last five years, but legit. They won't bleed in a new show, and when they do, they recycle the same fucking morons from every other show. They got the axe, rather than actually doing something different. Maybe with the fall of the last titans, between that and uh, you know the um, the reincarnated at the Summer Bay, maybe once those two go, it'll be like a clean slate, a breath of fresh air. We don't have to protect these people anymore. They get a real job. <laughs> And that's the thing, like seriously, how many acting awards are these people going down for? I, it's, a pay, it's a secure paycheck, I get that. And I can't talk as, you know, my dying legacy will be this fucking podcast. I'm going to prepay this thing, at least on SoundCloud. Actually, Spotify and Anchor don't, don't actually charge. Maybe this thing will be in for um, uh, all per- perpetuity. God, that's horrific Potentially, you know, before Skynet comes This could be like one of the last things out there And maybe that's when we'll click over t- 10, 20 views For the week <laughs> um, Yeah
0: But like How proud could you be to be on this show for 40 years does hasn't even
1: hit 40 yet Doing the same shitty storylines I know I'm just trolling now And I shouldn't be but I can fuck it. They're taking up space. I would love to know what they're going to do next. Like what exposes? Do you reckon they're going to go hard, like hardcore, like down the line against type? Like um, oh, what was the girl from the, the Princess Diaries, Anne Hathaway, in order to break free from that like uh, squeaky clean image, she went and did all those hardcore movies where she's like nude and there's drugs and sex and all that type of shit. Who do you reckon's gonna be the first to go? Because I, I honestly. The sad thing is, is I'm picturing all these old neighbours actors or old neighbour characters that are probably still on the show from when I remember last watching an episode. Like, I remember Alex had been on half a dozen episodes over the last 10 years and I tune in every time he'd tell me, hey man, I'm on. But I guarantee you, fuck me, that's it. I'm I'm looking this up. Now, this has become a thing. Just because it's annoyed me. Uh, Neighbours. I'll look up the oh, a strange soap opera. Fuck me. Um, here we go. Let's just scroll down. This should be a current character list. Here we go. Okay, in 1985,
0: Jesus, <sighs> that's depressing.
1: Okay, Ramsey Street is now. Oh, here we go. <laughs> when storylines for certain characters become tired, the script writers simply move one family out and replace it with you. new... Oh, hard-hitting, <laughs> you know, riveting, riveting story development there. Ramsey Street is now a mixture of older characters like Paul Robinson, Toadfish Rebecca, Carl and Susan Kennedy, as well as newer characters such as the Canning and the Brennan
0: families. Seriously? Paul Robinson is the only remaining original character in the series. Uh, uh, 2009.
1: Wait, 2009, it was announced that producers would be introducing a new generation of Ramsey family to the show over a decade after the family had last appeared.
0: Uh, oh, my God.
1: Why? Oh, here we go. So, in 2009, they brought on some dude who became the first prominent ongoing gay male character. Of course, he was Greek, played by a Swedish guy. Okay. 2018, they had the first same-sex marriage to feature on the show. The first transgender character was brought in 2019. Well, (laughs) definitely reasons to be tuning in every night. Seriously, they're doing what everything else is doing.
0: Ah, fuck
1: me. What was I even looking up? Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, it's gone. And what a sad day for Australian media. I can't imagine, can't imagine what they're going to do. I think about all the, all the classics, classic, uh, classically trained actors, you know, of prominence are going to bring back. Delta Goodrum, Kylie Minogue, Craig McLaughlin, Jason Donovan. Fuck me. Harold will probably come back. I don't know. Is he dead? I'm not sure. Touch wood. Hopefully that... Ian Bishop, I think is his name. I can't remember. Maybe they killed him off in the show. i got no idea. I know he came back with amnesia like half a dozen times. (laughs) That's all you need to do. They need to just do the whole... Every cast member, they all go into like Bonnie Doon or something and they just go over a cliff in a bus, leaving it open in case, you know, Kerry Packer's grandkids come back and decide they want to rejuvenate Channel 10. (laughs) <laughs> um, what was the last thing oh Valentine's Day yeah this one called my eye every year for the last I don't know fuck what year are we in 2022 so maybe 15 years maybe over that I've bought my mum flowers on Valentine's Day uh, her birthday and uh, Mother's Day and her name day <laughs> yeah um Yeah, I've just, yeah, literally. And at one point, I was buying my auntie flowers as well. Then she moved, her address changed, and uh, I never asked for it again. It was fucking costing money, man. Do you know what flowers cost on Valentine's Day? doesn't matter if you want to buy one single rose. Seriously, it's like 120 bucks. Anyway, um, dude, I was on this website because there was no way I was going to be able to get to, like, a physical. There's a florist that I use in Clayton for, like, local deliveries, and there was no way I was going to be able to get to it, even though I am in Clayton right now. Oh, my God. Okay, I just answered my own question. Nevertheless, I was flicking through a website um, for flower delivery. There was legitimate, legitimate, like two dozen roses in a jar for $459. $459 for two dozen roses. Are you fucking kidding me? That is like two-thirds of a paycheck for most people, man, for a week. I'm just remembering some of the dinners I've had in the last like couple of months in the city, and you know after like full meals, desserts, booze, you know possibly another drink somewhere between you know six to eight individuals. I don't think we spent four hundred and fifty nine dollars, but for two dozen fucking roses, what have we come to?
0: Like that's highway fucking robbery, man! Like seriously.
1: I get fuel? Fuck me. Fuel's like a $2.10. Something like that it cost me like $130 bucks to fill up my car the other day. I only mean, cried. I literally sat down and cried in my car. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know what? I've rambled on for too long and um, <laughs> it's fucking hot. Uh, do me a favor. Um, actually, no, I don't need any favors. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> um... Yeah, I've got a... I don't know. Look, I don't know when the next episode's going to come. Hopefully this week. I've got to touch base with all the guests that I had. Um, work should be quieter this... Actually, no, that's, that's a lie. Work is still flat out this week, and this weekend's even choc- more chockers. I honestly have not been doing shit all but working. I know I say it a lot, and I don't need anyone's sympathy or pity. At least not for that. <laughs> you pity me for something else. Um. Oh, fuck, I'm going to have to put these pants back on now. Bike pants are fucking heavy and they're hot. You want know to get... <laughs> I took my boots off and my actual socks just to give my feet some, some air because I've been wearing you know, bike boots since 11 or whatever this morning, 10.30 this morning. And I said to myself, I was taking them off, I went, these dogs are barking. I don't understand where that saying comes from. It's always about feet too, isn't it? Like when you take your shoes off. Is that from Hush Puppies? I don't know. I'm just taking a stab in the dark now. If you've got the answer, please let me know. And I know, I can already see the dickheads that are going to Google this, that listen to this, that I know listen to this. They're going to message me like, hey, dickhead, it's this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I legitimately won't Google this one before when I hang, uh, when I stop the recording. Hang up. Fuck me. (laughs) God life was simpler. We had a rotary phone. <laughs> oh man. Someone was saying, oh, on a forum online, someone's talking about a bike forum. They're talking about electronic bikes that are hitting the market. And someone was saying, oh, they're way too expensive to be affordable for me. And I remember messaging, commenting, and I said, mate, do you remember what a double VCR cost? And I thought I was gonna get him, and he actually said, No, he goes um, I'm too young to remember that shit, but I do remember a time when internet wasn't so freely available, like, oh, dude, you just hurt me. <laughs> I'm old enough to be able to distinguish between a VCR and a double VCR and what the use of it was. Like we were the house in the neighborhood that two VCRs to dub to, like one off the other, taping, like bootlegging tapes of people. And then, like, long play, short play. Fuck,
0: man. Those are the days, and I'm getting progressively older. It's never become more
1: apparent. Fuck, I'm sad. Nevertheless, um, please like, share, follow, subscribe. I really want to thank everyone that's actually gotten behind us the last month. Despite the fact that we've had no episodes, our views have gone up, our plays have gone up. And I haven't spent any money advertising this or pushing it or anything like that. Um, a few people have donated to the Buy Me A Coffee, and it really has helped out. Um, we're, honestly, just check the links in uh, wherever you listen to this. I mean, if you're listening to it through, through like iTunes or Spotify or whatever, just check the profiles. If you're on the Instagram page or the Facey page, check the profiles. There's a Linktree ad, and from there, you can get to all our, all our links. So, you know, um, Buy Me A Coffee, the SoundCloud page, the Twitter page, all that sort of shit. Um, again, like, if you've listened to at least three to four episodes in full, so we're talking 12 to 15 hours, do us a favour, buy us a coffee for five bucks, because you've been more than well entertained. It wasn't an accident to listen to 20 hours of shit. Um, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I don't understand why people watch movies when they can't, like, you know, they're not actually into them. I seriously turn shit off. Time is, time is too precious to waste on shit like Neighbours. <laughs> um, it's amazing. It really is amazing. People willingly watch Neighbours. I would love to know how just how many people actually follow those storylines. I don't care. Fuck Neighbours. I I really don't care. They have taken up too much space and too much time and too much money, and turned average people with no discerning like you know talent. Into celebrities, pseudo celebrities in Australia. Anyway, you know, you could they'd walk down, you know, um, Madison Avenue or Hollywood Boulevard and just get passed off as a bum, like me. I'm no better, but I'm not worse. <laughs> and that's that's a fucking quote. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, share, follow, subscribe, all that sort of stuff. It's really helping us out. Um, yeah, and again, the more the more this sort of picks up more we can start you know actually have a chance of monetizing all these episodes many more content and yeah let me know if there's anyone out there they actually want me to see because like some of our guests have come from recommendations from other people like you know terry himself from uh blue abroad he was on here because someone suggested him you know, i didn't even know he existed until i actually got told about blue abroad and then i'm like fuck it i'm gonna start a chat with him i'm having to have a proper chat with him so yeah Um, Yeah, anyone you think would be of note to bring down criminal records uh, can apply. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Smoke crack. (laughs) Hold up.